And we are back with another Thirsty Thursday edition of De Beer Bros. Back at it. We're back at it. Uh, we are De Beer Bros. Uh, I am Joe, and with me as always, my lovely co-host, Mr. Rob Young. Rob, how are you? Good, man. Always. Always good. Always good. We got Thursday Night Football in the background. Much better game than matchup than last week's. We got a long weekend ahead of long, us. Yeah, long weekend, Halloween weekend. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, very exciting. And yes. we have a very exciting brewery. One we've been it's, been, it's been on the schedule for a while. And it's been <laughs> in the fridge for a while. Yeah. But it's still fresh. You know, I mean, beer has a shelf life, but, you know, if you keep it cold, it yeah. keeps it good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's been fermenting for a few, it's few months. It's been fermenting. <laughs> I don't think it's been fermented, but it's definitely, it's aging. It's aging, yeah. Within it's a, the can. It's a 2020 June edition. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Alrighty. Well, Rob, before we get into all of that, why don't you tell people where they can get us on the social medias? Untapped, Dub Beer Bros is our username there. Download the app if you haven't. Email us, dubbeerbros at gmail.com. Listen to the past po- uh, podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. You, uh, you almost said Spodcast, didn't you? Yeah, I came close. <laughs> Twitter, at Bros one Instagram, Pod. Uh, like, follow the Facebook page if you haven't. You're behind. And then uh, watch the past quarantine episodes on YouTube. Absolutely. Alrighty. Rob, we have Allagash Brewing. This is uh, this one close to you. Yeah. In there, so... I took a little trip out there. Um, I was staying in Portsmouth, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, back in back at the end of June, um, and it was about a about a forty minute drive up there. Uh, very nice area, Portland, Maine, which is where you know they're based. Um, they weren't doing a whole lot just because it was closed. They were doing curbside though, so I you know definitely had to I had to pick up some some goodies. Looked like a nice brewery from the outside. Um, yeah, I can't wait to go back and actually do a brewery visit there. Yeah, uh, hopefully I'll join you. Uh, yes. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do a romantic bros bros trip to, to Portland. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean... <laughs> Not at all. Just having some, <laughs> some dudes having some beers and uh, some some uh, and, seafood. I don't know what else you do there. Yeah, crab rolls. Crab rolls. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into the history, Rob. Uh, yes. You, you did most of the legwork, so I'll let you let you get into it. I'll jump right in. All right, like I said, based in Portland, Maine, uh, it was opened by Rod Todd. Rod sorry, Todd. Rob Todd. That is uh, that is a typo. His name is Rob Todd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're and, off to a yeah, we're off to a start. great start. Um, he, okay, so Rob Todd opened in 1995, uh, similar to uh, Josh Death. Uh, he started off in the industry at a different brewery, Auto mm-hmm. uh, uh, Auto Creek uh, Brewing. Not Auto, but Auto. Uh, the name Auto, not Automobile. Right. Um, and there he, like like Josh Death, I mean, he washed kegs, cleaned tanks, uh, and occasionally brewed beer, too. Um, so Humble beginnings. Exactly. Uh, finally, op- you know, when he opened up the brewery in 1995... He actually built the entire system himself. He literally welded together a 15-barrel brewing system. Um, and he wanted to start off with one respectable beer. He wanted to brew one beer. Um, and after several batches, they finally got, or Allagash White was born. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it actually wasn't very popular at first. Really? So, and that was it is something that we kind of talked about, you know, on the summer, uh, the, t- the summer tournament podcast. You know, it's, it, it kind of has some spices to it. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, you know, it's very weedy, mm-hmm. slightly hazy. Okay. Um, but that was the reason why people didn't really like the haziness and the spiciness of the beer. It wasn't, you know, something they were used to. Yeah, well, especially 1995, I mean, craft beer was not really that prevalent. It, you know, we kind of touched on it back uh, last episode, you know. Beer kind of just had one taste, and it was cheap. Right, <laughs> Exa- exactly. I mean, the 90s were pretty much like the dawn of of the craft beer boom. Right. You know, Goose Island was just opening up, I think, I think that year, or maybe a couple years after. Um, but anyways, it grew in popularity. People... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it grew on them. So, in, and in 1998, they won the gold medal at uh, the World Beer Cup. Mm, so, we know about the GABF, but the World Beer Cup is another one. Well, speaking of the GABF, it also won the gold medal there in 2002. Yep, exactly. Very cool. It's a nice little segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, really what then kind of launched, um, kind of going back from 2002, what really launched Allagash as a brewery is when they hired... Jason Perkins, who became the head brewer and kind is of... his first name Jason? It is. It's not, it's not John or, <laughs> or Jimmy. No, it's Jason Perkins. Uh, like I said, really helped Alleg- uh, take Allagash to the next level uh, and really helped expand them to brew diff- many different styles of Belgian beer. Because, I mean, that's really what we know Allagash for. Yeah. You know, it's always... It's all Belgian-style type of beers. Um, and this is really what he really helped them like distinguish them from other breweries. Uh, their Belgian beers actually gained so much attention. They were invited to the Lambic festival in Belgium, which is, uh, that's called night of the great thirst. So it's a beer festival in, in Belgium. They were the only American brewery there. Mm, All the rest were Belgium. Um, it's high praise. Another little, uh, uh, Belgium, uh, little fun note. Yeah. yeah, fun fact, I guess. Uh, after an employee works there for five years, they take him or her to Belgium for a trip. That is what uh, we would call in the HR industry incentive and employee retention plans. Kind of. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, anyways, fast forward to 2017 through the present. Uh, in 2017, Rob Todd pledged to use one million pounds Rob of... Todd. Yeah, Rod Todd. <laughs> Rod Todd pledged to use 1 million pounds of main-grown grains by 2021. So that was his pledge at the beginning of the year. We're pretty close there. I'm kind of wondering, like, where they are with that goal. Um, I don't know if maybe COVID might have slowed it down a little bit, but um, I know he is, I mean, he's really big about keeping the economy and the projects and um, production, everything in Maine, mm-hmm. which I, th- I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then... Next year, 2018, they finally started their canning line. And then uh, 2019, a uh, little little fun fact. Allagash pledged to donate 10 cents for every barrel of beer brewed to Sabago Clean Waters, which is a collaborative effort of nine conservation organizations, all that work to protect uh, water quality, community well-being, economy and then the fish and wildlife in the Sabago region so again all about protecting 
you know, are Allagash is all about like, you know, kind of protecting their, their homeland (laughs) per se. And, um, I mean, driving the economy within, which I mean, it's just, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you can only strive so much as long as your, uh, economy and city is flourishing. So, right. Um, and kind of to jump off some of that, that stuff, you know, with, uh, using the main, uh, what was it? Uh, grains. Thank you. Um, grains and like the clean water, uh, just a common trend we're starting to see with a lot of breweries is conservation efforts, uh, sustainability efforts. Uh, you know, like you said, they, they are very, uh, committed to, you know, working with a lot of people they partner with, uh, you know, a lot of places they partner with TerraCycle, EcoMain, a lot of places, a lot of local main places that help, uh, help teach about conserving energy, proper recycling, uh, you know, they, they will take your bottles, wire cages, cork, bubble wrap. They will take it and they will send it to a recycling plant. That's really cool. So, I um, mean, like we said on the show before, I mean, you know, breweries use a lot of resources. Yeah. So, I mean, to see, you know, they're, very, I mean, all these breweries that we've even done in the past shows, you know, they're very eco-conscious, you know, Absolutely. all about sustainability, which is awesome to see. Yeah, uh, and you know if you want if you do want to learn more, their website is very informative it's loaded. about their efforts, and they have many articles kind of telling you about uh, you know proper ways to recycle cans, you know how we can preserve clean water, a lot of other things. If you just go to, I believe it's in the about section, and then you go to conservation or sustainability, either one, um, it'll take you to those, and you can you can read up on those and kind of help. The, uh, the ecosystem. Yeah. Which is awesome. Absolutely. Help the environment. Um, yeah. A lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff on that website. Yeah. On their website. Which brings me to my next point of, uh, they have an entire article talking about finding beers for people who don't like beers. You hear this, the complaint every time when you try to get someone to drink beer, like, oh, well, I don't like, I have a certain taste for this and that. Well, little do people know that beer is, has become very wide reaching and there's a beer out there for somebody and, it's actually one of Allagash's favorite activities to find people their beer. So if you go through this entire thing, it like goes through all the scenarios of like, oh, well, like I like cheese and like funky cheeses, or I like white wow. wine, I like red wine, I like this, I like that, and that they will they will go through their own beers that they have that that person will enjoy, which is really cool. I did not see that part of the website, so that is really interesting. Just got I'm glad you got that. Yeah. Well, you did you did the frontline work. I, I had to dig a little bit. Um, and then, you know, obviously giving back, we, you know, Rob talked about it. They love to give back to their community. They love to keep their community striving. So they've had, they had a couple of, um, a couple of events. They had a, uh, 25 days of giving, which was their 25th anniversary celebration. So they had, uh, 25 days where they did a different, they like raised money for a different charity or different, uh, you know, did work for different causes all throughout. Organizations. Organizations. So, you know, again, they they cover it more in depth on their website if you want to learn a little bit more. Uh, And then Crafted for All as well. You know, they, a big big thing right now is inclusivity. I'm not even going to say it right. Just not going (laughs) to skip past it. You know, being inclusive, being diverse, and, uh, you know, they're making a very big push to make sure that they are more inclusive in the, you know, in the brewer 
Trying to think. Brewer Field, thank you. Yeah, and the um, yeah, in the beer industry. It's it's the end of the week. My my brain's <laughs> fried. Um, we need to get to drinking. It's been a long weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, just a lot of cool efforts that uh, you know, a lot like a lot of brewers we're seeing now in Allegash included, where they are not only giving back to the you know communities, but also uh, giving back to the ecosystem. Absolutely, and saving. Rob, you want to tell us what we got on tap? Yes. So we got a pills by Allagash called True Penny Pills. Uh, of course, we have Allagash White. Have to. Have to. Uh, we got River Trip, which is a Belgian uh, session ale, actually. Uh, and then we got, this is kind of a like a limited release uh, Hop Pilot, which is... Uh, Hop Pilot. Number 342. <laughs> Number 342, actually. Yes. Uh, that's very important. It's uh, which is like uh, just a Belgian style experimental ale that was added with hop or hops with hops added. Yeah, awesome. Let's See, I'm tripping over my words too. It's it's been a long week. Yeah, bear with us, folks. Bear, bear with, with us. us. Bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Todd. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now I have to fix that. Now you know. Um, all right, let's move, let's uh, let's get to the beers, Rob. Do you want me to pour or read? Um, you can read. I'll pour. Cool beans. Alrighty. True Penny Pills. A True Penny, one both trusty and honest. This Belgian-style Pilsner delivers on its promise of refreshment with a classic grain bill and noble hops. It distinguishes itself with a hint of wild beer blended for balance. A beer that refresh uh, refreshes while it delights. A True Penny. I like it. It's actually a little hazy. It's, I mean, that's probably going to be along the same lines, color-wise, of, of white. Uh, pretty white, very very hazy, but you can still see through. Kind of like a lemony hue to it. A little bit, yeah. Kind of kind of that lemonade look to it. Oh, it smells delicious. Smell-wise, yeah, you, uh, you get that Pilsner smell right off the bat, you know, that kind of grain barley kind of smell yeah i i get a little like um little fruitiness like a little um a uh, little sweetness actually not quite getting that uh let's get let's take a look at the can here so allagash i feel like i feel like allagash kind of have a, has a similar thing of a lot of people where they do have a baseline design yeah uh they the, kind of just have that tan background yeah, like we were saying, I mean, they just started canning two years ago, True. so, yeah. I, you know, they might get more wild as years go along, but they kind of have more classic look to their cans. Yeah, very, very classic, very... Structured? Very, very sharp, structured, yeah. Yeah. Um, very nice. The, I mean, the I, colors all scheme well together. I like the font of the True Penny. It kind of has that old, like, uh, kind of drugstore type of logo. A little bit, yeah. yeah kind of like Walgreens or so, something. Yeah. Um, so... Home of the Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Rob, there's only one way to find out. Let's jump in. Cheers. It's very different mm -hmm. uh, compared to even, um, like compared to uh, Revolutions Pilsner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to like pinpoint taste. Because uh, it has more of like a softer mouthfeel, whereas like, I guess, um, why am I already drawing a blank on Revolution? Rev, rev Pills. Rev Pills. Um, 
you know, I, I think Red Pills was more, um, I guess, lighter uh, um, and just more crisp. Whereas this is kind of more softer, uh, softer mouthfeel. It doesn't have, it doesn't have that Pilsner bitterness that you normally get. No, uh, in the moment, like you know, I feel like with a lot of Pilsners, the moment it hits your tongue, you do get that Pilsner taste right away. Right. This one, it takes a little while. You gotta let it sit for a little bit. Uh, you know, you do just get that soft mouth feel first, and then as you let it sit, you do start to taste kind of that more grainy kind of you know weedy kind of taste yeah um, definitely have some yeah some weediness there's definitely even maybe maybe they have a little bit of the alley of the allagash white spices in it like um, slightly I, if it is it's very faint i don't i don't really get a lot of spices i just get a lot of pilsnery taste it's not really not really too in your face i suppose right um but still solid. Yes. Uh, very light. It is 5.5%. So I think as you would expect with most Pilsners, it is very drinkable. What are you doing? Well, we got to write down our scores. No, I do all that. Oh, you're going to write down mine? All right. I write, I've been writing down your scores since we started this thing. It's been a while. We were using the GABF. Uh, do you do you see that right yeah, there? Yeah, I see. So it. it has all the Revolution beers all in right. the road. All right. With yours and my score. Anyways, um, rot top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ABV five point five percent, which I don't know, maybe a little more than your typical pilsners. I feel like no typical pilsners are in the fours. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's a little bit more. I think Rev Pills was at a five point five percent. So, oh really? Um, if I'm be if I'm guessing correctly, I don't know if it has it on that sheet. It does not. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, Little, I guess, a little strong or a little stronger. I guess no, the exact same. Just kidding. Um, sorry, I lost full <laughs> train, train of thought. thought. No, you go. I ahead. was just saying. Uh, I I wasn't expecting it to be. Uh, I guess this high. I thought it would be more in the fours, just because it's a pilsner. Fair. Um, and um, you know, usually pilsners, lagers, uh, or golden like ales or whatever. Um. Are usually you typically associate it with uh, lighter ABV. So, yeah. um, I guess if you're sure. going a food pairing here, what are you thinking? Food pairing wise, I mean, I think this is you know while it, you know you do get that kind of softer mouthfeel, a little less. So, I think I mean you could really go with anything. It's you could. That's true of any pilsner. It's not really. Um, but let me get another sip of this. Hmm. Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, just because of how light it is, you could pretty much pair it with a lot of different stuff. I mean, I I kind of want to go barbecue and like a brisket sandwich or something like that. Yeah, I just, could um, I could see that because it's not going to overpower any kind of flavors. I think you kind of want something either kind of crafty or something heavier to to eat it with. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a nice bowl of mac and cheese. I don't know. It okay. just it just seems like a beer that would go well with it. Okay. Um. Yeah, you, know, you, you know you could throw your you could throw like you know a sriracha in there if you want. I think uh, a little buffalo chicken action. Yeah, maybe a little buffalo chicken. Um, Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. I think yeah. I, I think and, and especially with pilsners, I think they're very good at cooling the mouth down, especially this one with the softer mouthfeel. Yeah. Uh, and you know the taste of it is not going to overwhelm you, so I think um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with a nice bowl of mac and cheese, especially you know, weather's getting a little colder. Fill your fill your tum tum up. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. I like it. Um, time of year wise, Rob. Time of year. Um, I mean, it doesn't really have a time of year. I mean, you could pretty much drink it whenever. Um, I guess. Uh, like I said, I still think I you know because it's a slightly hazy maybe, or slightly weedy. I I think. But it's still a pilsner. I think I would say the springtime, just when mm-hmm. it's starting to get a little warmer. Yeah, I think I think spring definitely. You know, Allagash just gives me. It, I think it's their logo with like the wheat. It's the, or the, the the lot the. I just said the wheat, and I almost said the lime, <laughs> the leaf. Uh, you know, it's it's the autumn colors. Yeah. I just get like a that strong fall vibe. fall vibe from them, especially like you know the tan background, just very muted very relaxing calming and i so i think i think fall would go really well okay um yeah score wise rob what are we going with i think it's solid beer um i don't i don't know if it's anything to write home about but i mean it's definitely you know it's solid uh i'm gonna go with the 3.24 yeah so for reference i mean rev pills you gave it a 3.28 i gave it a 3.75 yeah i'd probably Probably stick along the same lines again. I've I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Like pilsners have a very familiar taste across the board. This one a little bit more muted. A I would say. Yeah. Um, and you definitely don't get that flavor off the bat, which I think does hinder it a little bit. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a three point four one. It's a solid beer, but I probably wouldn't. It wouldn't be my first choice in lineups for Allagash. I've had other beers that I enjoyed a little bit more. So sure, uh, but still. Same. Good beer. Solid. All, All right. right. Let's move on to the main event here. Allagash White. Is that the one you're using? Yeah. yeah. All right. I will read the very long description for Allagash White. Did you Did you purposely do this? So that... Yes. Because look at the next description that you have. I don't care. I, I like reading. <laughs> I get him this time. Anyways. Allagash White features a refreshing balance of citrus and spice coriander and uh, coriander coriander yeah okay well i like to say coriander yeah, i could be wrong carico carico i i don't know how to pronounce this word rob you gave you gave yourself the shortest one and you're struggling taking, online yeah too. i'm taking like longer <laughs> <laughs> well uh carico uh, uh orange peel round rounds out the flavor of this hazy dungeon style wheat beer <laughs> I yeah, we're just gonna roll over that. I should have timed that and see how long it takes me to get through the other one. That's okay. not that long. All right. Um, what? Oh, I'm just looking how light oh. it is. No, oh, yeah, it's it's actually it. Wait, it looks like a Chardonnay. Like it does. <laughs> it. Um, I mean, it looks like a champagne beer. I it mean, does. Otherwise, you get that lovely, lovely spice smell. Yes, I I love it. Like, this is definitely a def- definition of, like, that Belgian beer style, smell, feel, look, and eventually taste. I think that True Penny Pills actually has, uh, I mean, it has a more haziness than... It does. Than, uh, Which is kind of surprising pills. for a Pilsner. Those are usually right. not that hazy. Usually, uh, I I mean, I look at this and I'm like, are we sure we didn't, like, switch up the beers? Because you can see, like, all the bubbles fizzling up. It kind of looks like a Pilsner. But then you smell it and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the wonderful it's, Allagash that's, White. Yeah, it's the familiar Allagash White smell. Uh, but 
Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Time to dig in. Oh, yeah. That is delicious. Very good. Very refreshing. Um, you know, I, I see think... see why it's a gold medalist. I do, too. Um, you get, I think, kind of that orange type of taste on on the back or i get it on the side of my sides of my tongue too actually yeah it you know you get that spice up front but then you do start to get that little citrus orange peel kind of balances it out you know it's kind of like that like sun-kissed fruit snack orange i feel like yeah if that that makes any sense which is you know that's like some of the only good orange processed yeah skittles and star wars terrible Uh, but i mean this is just it's always a solid beer. Yeah, this is this is a great beer. I, I think this is one of those beers that, is a good introductory beer, especially to the craft beer industry. It's not too overpowering. Yep. It just has that nice, easy, spicy, aromatic taste and feel to it. Absolutely. I mean, I know people people that don't like craft beer. Um, I mean, my wife isn't the biggest craft beer person. She'll always have an Allagash, especially if it's on tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, even my brother. Doesn't like craft beer at all, but he will drink Allagash White. Yeah, uh, I'll have to give this to my dad because I think he'd he'd really enjoy it. Uh, excuse me, five point two ABV, so obviously very it's easy even drinking. lighter than the than the Pilsner again. Oh yeah, interesting. Not too surprising. Um, food pairing wise, Rob, what are you going with? Man, um, I did like your your mac and cheese type of recommendation. That was pretty good. Um, Again, I mean, it is it is still pretty light. I mean, maybe this, uh, you know, I had something I was thinking about, and I lost it. But I'm trying to think because I know the spice, the the slight spices would complement something. Um, Mind if I give it a go? Yes, yeah, go ahead. I think a bag of kettle cooked jalapeno chips oh. would go really well with this. Okay. Uh, you know, the, I think the spice, the, you know, the jalapeno spices and the spices in this are obviously very different. I think they would match very well together, and I think this would also be very good cooling for the mouth. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I would go. I would go jalapeno bit kettle cooked chips. I like it. Um, I think again, I you know maybe even like a spicy chicken sandwich or yeah. um, a buffalo chicken sandwich. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of different stuff you could pair it with. Again, like True Penny Pills, it's it's not, like, too heavy. No. I mean, you could pair it with a lot of different stuff. I I think the only thing with Allagash is... Or, Allagash. Allagash White. If we go again, we're, we're doing that thing. I know. Um, Allagash White, I think, has more flavor than True Penny, where you don't really sure. want to... I, I feel like the flavor will dilute. Some things that you're like, you know, okay. This wouldn't be a good thing to eat with pizza because I think the the flavor that's going to sit in your mouth with Allagash will be overpowered by the pizza or will overpower the pizza. Okay, if that makes sense. So that's why I think you know, like a like a fried chicken or even like you know some like chips or something like that. I think would go really well. I could say um, even like a spicy sausage or or a Polish. I think would actually go yeah, well with it. Absolutely, um, it's just more of kind of a things that like have a natural like, heat. Yeah, natural heat that have like one defined taste right you don't want to go to something that's going to have like a bunch of different tastes that you want to flavor, that you want to experience i see what you're saying um time of year wise so we had this on the summer beer bracket and i said it throughout that this did not feel like a summer beer to me no it's a beer that you could most certainly drink in the summer don't get me wrong you could drink it year round but this is a perfect fall beer 
yeah. is a perfect campfire beer or, you know, you're just sitting outside looking at the leaves, change colors. I don't it know if people do that, but... <laughs> it goes down light enough to be a summer beer, I think. I think sure. that's kind of what bodes well with it. But again, you know, I kind of like the change in the seasons when it's going to autumn or fall and you're drinking it in a, on a camp or out in front of a campfire. Yeah. Or and, a bonfire. I mean, you, you look at the bottle, it is ultimate autumn fall aesthetic yes the leaves are brown auburn you know you got the trees the orangey, the color. orangey color the bet you know the yellows are muted very fall color it's perfect i even get a slight i don't know like it kind of like november into december type of vibe to mm -hmm. it just because the blue uh and white or light light the dark blue and the light blue colors on it just kind of gives that more like you know, a uh, kind of colder vibe to it. Yeah, for sure. I fully agree. Score-wise, Rob, what we go? What we go? Oh, it's good. Um, I'm gonna go with a four point two nine. Point two nine. Yeah, I. You know, this is. It's classic. It's a great beer. It's definitely something that, you know, obviously it's gotten gold medals. It's it's something that is always kind of at the top of the list. Um, I'm gonna go four point four two. I Ooh. I just think okay. this is a very good beer. This is one you could drink all night and not get sick of. Absolutely, uh, and it's it's one of those beers. Let's say you go somewhere and you don't really see much that you like on tap, or maybe you're you know you go somewhere pretty crafty and it's all IPAs, but this is the one beer. It, it's a safety beer. Yeah, it's you know you, you're if not you're comfortable. Not you want you want you want to go to Personal. your happy place. You want to go to your safety place. That's that's Allagash White. It's there right. for. It's like a Coke. Like you know, it's like you see that you're like yeah, we're just gonna go with that. We know we're, we know what we're getting, and it's gonna be <laughs> delicious. Awesome. Alrighty, River Trip, Rob's. Rob, that's not a long <laughs> description. What are you talking about? None of these are really long descriptions. <laughs> the font's just big. This one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. What glass do you want to use? This one. This one. Alrighty. River Trip. A companion to backyards, backwoods, and balconies alike, River Trip is a low ABV Belgian style table beer with hop forward grapefruit and stone fruit notes. It's brewed with local grains and spiced with coriander for an extra hint of citrus, dry hopping with comet and azaka contributes to the mix of melon and grapefruit notes in the beer's aroma. Good for any adventure. I like it. It's a pretty great read. That was. Thank you. Session ales. I really like session ales, especially session yeah. IPAs. Usually they're kind of lighter. They do kind of have that summery type of vibe to them. Absolutely. Um, this kind of looks like True Penny Pills, maybe a little more hazy. Yeah, I think a little bit more hazy, uh, definitely more bubbly. Uh, yes. You know. Yeah, bigger foam head. Bigger foam um, head. And then the smell-wise, this is kind of one of the first ones that you really get, like, a different kind Ooh. of smell. And I... Yeah. You kind of get that... I don't want to say... It's not citrus, but it's, like... I was going to say, like, um, like grapefruit or mango, but it's not that. No, it's... it's so, I mean, I guess citrus, but I... It is citrus. It's just a very light citrus. Yeah, it's not, it's not your normal smell for citrus, um, but I mean... Oh, it's, no, I'm sorry. There is grapefruit in here. Okay. Yeah. Did you not listen to my... Beautiful, <laughs> extravagant read of that. I, I I never listen to you. Okay, that's how that's how things go unchecked, Rob. Uh, trying to run a business here. 
But it's definitely yeah, slight citrusness, and I mean we know with grapefruit, it's it's a it's a fainter taste. Yeah, you know, so I think well, fainter smell taste wise, it's very yeah strong. Sorry, yeah, smell. So this is why we have to listen to each other, Rob, so we can correct ourselves (laughs) on these things. (laughs) But Rob, there's only one way to find out the taste. Cheers. See, I, I'm not getting a lot of the grapefruit. That's no. um I feel like whenever I've had whenever I drink grapefruit ales or any type of type of grapefruit beers, I get a slight bitterness at the end. And I am getting a little bit of that at the end. And I um I don't know why that's always the case, but Yeah, it's I'm not getting yeah, you get that better you also get that little bit of like a sourness kind of, but I'm I'm not really slightly. getting that. Uh yeah. You know, it's it's very muted. Taste is all right. Um, yeah, I get the bitterness in the back of my tongue, but um, and a little sweetness on the front, the front side of my tongue. I actually, I gotta do another swig though because I want to see if I pick up more here. Go for it. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's a solid enough beer. It's a fine beer. Four point eight percent. So I mean, you know, very light, very easy drinking. Obviously, right. Uh, Definitely was probably meant to, you know, be drinking the. You know, in the summer. Um, yeah. So I have money on the first touchdown, and if Hayden Hurst scores a touchdown... You win? Get money, so... Okay. <laughs> I just... I made that bet while you were talking, so I... That's that's why I lost my train of thought for a while. Um, yeah. I, but anyway, we were going into a river trip. It's... Yeah, I, I think it's just... I think I was hoping for more of, like, a, like a crisp refreshing type of feel to it yeah like that you get with the session ipa well especially you know we we've had a couple sessions on the show recently we've had all day we've had everyday hero and those had kind of had that that more kind of crisp right bitter taste to it that we really like uh this one it's a little just, different just kind of lacking a little bit yeah it's um it definitely kind of has that multi type of like uh softer mouth feel that you get with the other belgian beers right. but um I don't know. It just it doesn't do much for me, and then, and then it hits you with the the bitter aftertaste. I feel like in the back of your tongue. I don't. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's not going to blow you away. Uh, I think probably it's been done a disservice to go after Allagash White, which I think is very flavorful, very, uh, you know, just a little bit more varied in its in its taste. Yeah. Uh, but food pairing wise, Rob, what would you be going with? Food pairing wise, um. You know, I, I I think I would go with something like a pizza with yeah. a lot of different toppings because there's so many flavors. I think the bitterness would actually complement a lot of those. Like let's I think like a any like a garbage style pizza with where you got your sausage, peppers, onion, um, even olive or mushrooms or whatever, whatever you want to throw on there. I think I think it would just complement them. Yeah, uh, I think this is kind of a perfect beer to drink while you're like eating dinner. Uh, you know, obviously with that 4.8, it's not going to be too heavy. Uh, you know, very, very easy drinking. I'm going to go with a burger, like a nice crafty burger. Uh, you know, especially one where it's, you know, maybe it's like a messy burger. You're putting a lot of shit on there. Yeah. Uh, Got pop, a fried egg on there. Yeah, well, I don't really do that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, pop an onion ring on there. Some people do that crazy stuff. I don't know. Uh, but I think, you know, I think it's going to be something that you're, you're not really going to get a lot of taste out of anyway. So... Might as, might as well drink it while you're eating something. Get 
Go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> uh, time of year wise, Rob, what are we going with? Um, again, I, I kind of get a summer type of vibe to it. Uh, I just think, you know, session nails just kind of have that feel to them. You mm-hmm. know, it's that so- softer mouth feel. Um, but it's still very light. Um, so I'm going to go with the summertime. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think this probably would have been a better choice per se for their, for the summer beer bracket. Of it might have been. Of their summer. The first. Well, yes, but obviously, <laughs> but yeah, it just has more of that summer feel very, well, I mean, I guess Allegash White's also light and easy drinking, but it has that fall vibe. River Trip more so i mean even even you look at the can it does look a little bit more summery i I guess yeah i love Um, the colors i mean yeah the different shades of blue and then you kind of get the tealish green i guess and Mm -hmm. then um and then kind of uh the mint green i should say yeah that's the last one yeah so i mean you know solid solid beer for summer you know you're not going to feel too bloated overwhelmed so absolutely uh score wise rob what are you going so like I said, I don't think it's bad. Um, it didn't blow me away. Um, I, the slight bitterness is, it's not bad. Uh, but I'm probably going to go with, I'm thinking a 3.19. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an all right beer. Not really going to blow you away. I'm going to go with a 2.87. Okay. It's fine. Uh, I wouldn't, it's not one I would necessarily go seeking out, but Oh, good. All right, All right, last beer here, Rob. Hop Pilot, number 342. You want to crack that bad boy open? Yes, sir. And then pour it up. All right, so Hop Pilot, 342. It's a delicious, delicious exploration. The control is our traditional Belgian-style house beer. The variable is the hops we use. Every time we brew it, this beer will have a different experimental hop. This brew's hop is known as three, as three four two number three four two, and fills our house beer with tropical, melon, passion fruit, and pleasant citrus notes. How about that foam head? That is a very nice foam. That's a nice pour. Thank you, sir. Hey, I do good work. Um, oh yeah, smells great. Right away. Yeah. Yeah, I love that kind of. The, you get that. A lot of citrusness. Citrus, yeah. That's that's the citrus smell that I think you're looking for. Yeah, kind of that dry sit type of citrus yeah. smell to it that you typically get with either pale ales or maybe um, hazy IPAs. You could say. Yeah, uh, this is the first kind of darker beer that we've had from Allagash, though. Uh, yeah, it's definitely darker. I mean, the, you can't even see your hand behind it. No, I mean you know. Perhaps it's also comparative to the three very light-looking beers. Right. Coincidentally, though, four point five ABV. It's the it's the it's the least it's, uh, least potent. Yeah, it's uh, the lowest ABV of the bunch, which is crazy to think about. Just I don't know, just because. I mean, usually you know, when probably... you hear hop, you're like, oh, that's gonna be like easy. It's gonna be an easy six percent right off the bat. Right. Uh, but you know, that's just how people look at it. But. There's only one way to find out the taste. Cheers. Get into it. Mm. That's good. I'm a fan. Yeah. I am a fan. Because you get that kind of Belgian backbone to it, and then there's hops added into it. Um, You know, our hop notes added with it, and I think it makes it a really refreshing type of beer. I think it's kind of like 
It reminds me kind of of Hefeweizen with with some hops added. Ooh. Yeah, you're you're onto something. Yeah, it doesn't so, quite have that like that banana. That taste. Yeah, the banana taste. I, I think get a get little bit, it. but it's not. Yeah, it's not heavy banana. It's and I think that's partially maybe because there's you know there's hops added. It's right, like hops have very strong flavors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, very solid. I mean, hops are very good. Throw a little hop in there. I think it, call that an improvement. But yeah. Um, I feel like it's a little heavier. It feels heavier. Feel, like, feel-wise, oh, it's... 100%. Um, as opposed to the other three, which had a softer type of mouthfeel, like, soft, a lighter um, lighter feel in general. I mean, going down, though, it's it's kind of heavier. Yeah. Maybe slightly warm, actually. A little bit, yeah. You, you get that, that slight warmness to it. Um, so, definitely kind of a variation from the other three that we've had. Yeah, uh, very different, which it, it's kind of a... It's a nice switch-up, um, and... It's uh, dev. I, I'm a big fan though. I, I definitely yeah. like this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, food pairing wise, Rob, what are, what are we going with? Um, so I'm kind of thinking you could go one of two ways. I think your way is probably going with like a soft pretzel to kind of soak it up a little bit. No, all right. I'll say a charcuterie board just because of kind of that hoppiness, and you also you get that that malty Belgian backbone with it. I think it kind of blends well with a lot of different flavors, mm-hmm. a lot of different cheeses, um, jams or jellies or whatever. So I'm going to go with charcuterie board. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with mozzarella sticks. I would have gone with pretzel, but I do that all the time. So I'm going to switch it up. Uh, no, I think, I think this would actually go really well with a kind of a fried appetizer, you know, you you want to go with just you know you're you're getting some go back to 2019 you know before the world you know yeah <laughs> uh, you know you went to you went to the before bar with your came. you went to the bar with your friends and you would you'd be like oh you guys want to get meal or you just want to get some apps you know you remember that remember getting apps oh that was fun I mean um, that was yeah that was great that used to be fun uh, now you get apps <laughs> delivered to you it's just sad it's uh, you just <laughs> you just feel like a fat <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I guess I'll get three apps to to, to go with my dinner tonight by That's myself. My <laughs> it counts as a meal. But uh, you know, you're 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 sitting at the table, you get a round of beers and you're like, ah, you know, let's get some you know, you get some get some mozzarella sticks, get some onion rings, get you know, uh jalapeno poppers, whatever you, whatever your uh your fried delight is, that that's what you're gonna get. And I think I think that would go really well. I, I guess a charcuterie board of fried foods. <laughs> I like it. You know, maybe a little app sampler. Yeah, you get a little, little bit of everything. Pattern. You know, yeah. maybe some nachos, some mozzarella sticks. You know what might be on that sampler player? A soft pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> or like soft pretzel sticks. Soft pretzel with mozzarella in it. Now we're hungry. All right. Now, now we're just, we got we to gotta, we gotta move on to time of year. <laughs> time of year wise, we're going to go with. All right, so I kind of like this in the winter, actually. Yeah. Uh, just like I was saying, like it kind of has that little warmth to it. Um, I have a, I have a quick question for you, for you though. I might did, have an answer. <laughs> did you get a little bitterness on the back of your tongue? A little bit. Because yeah. I wasn't sure if that was just leftover from River Trip or if it's this. And I'm trying to see if I can wash it down with, with water, and then I'm going to try it again. Yeah. So here's Fair my point. gulp. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Okay, I do still get a little little bitterness on the back of my tongue. So yeah, I think that that might just come with you know a lot of these different Belgian beers as well. Um, yeah. But, um, anyways, I also feel like if you as you let it sit, you do start to get that banana y taste. Yeah, a little bit. So hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna go with you. You know, in that in that magic scenario of going out with your friends, getting naps and desserts and all that. Um, you know. I definitely have that like fall, winter. You're in, like you're indoors in a pub. Like, yeah, I think this is a perfect beer for that. This shit's back to normal. <laughs> yes, um, it's, it's November. I yeah, I kind of like. Yeah, it I think November. I think November is like a perfect month for yeah, it. Yeah, like it's just starting to get cold. Well, I don't know. It's been pretty cold this month, no. so I could probably drink it in October. Has its days. Uh, I think maybe like a good like pre-Thanksgiving beer. Yeah, I like it. Score kind of wise, a warm right. up to the you know Thanksgiving. Yeah, get the get the belly rolling, you know. Yeah, have your, have your apps. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, score wise, um, like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, yep. I'm going with a three point seven six. Three point seven six. Uh, yeah, big fan. Uh, I'm gonna go three point nine eight. Doesn't quite crack the four for me, but still very very good. Uh, I don't know if they sell the Hot Pilots like anywhere else other than Portland, Maine, but... I'm not sure. I'd have to check Minis, but... You know, if we do make it over to, you know, Portland, Maine at some point, and we're able to go to Allagash, I mean, if they have it on tap, I have to try it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those beers you have to try on tap. I mean, any, any kind of like hop infused beer, whether it's an IPA, a pale ale or something like this, I feel like it's so much better on tap just because the hops are just that much fresher. Yeah, for sure. I very much agree. Uh, but that does it for the four beers. Two very good ones. Yes. One solid one, one that maybe, maybe wasn't the best, but uh, it's got its place somewhere. I think three solid beers. I mean, River Trip was okay. Um, I, I enjoyed True Penny. Mm-hmm. Um, would I pick it up again? Possibly. Would I try it on tap? Sure. Um, but sure. definitely Hot Pilot and Allagash White are going to are gonna be my go-tos when it comes to Allagash beer. Absolutely. Obviously, Hot Pilot uh, is subject to change. Uh, keep an eye on the numbers. But really interested to try more of these hot pilot beers yeah absolutely i mean obviously it's keeping with the same base beer so just throwing a different hop so right should be shouldn't be too different but let's move on to another beer news and it's finally is another beer news because rob and i have just been cleaning <laughs> up cleaning out the fridge drinking yeah. stuff we've already been drinking getting rid of those october fests nothing really new on my side i don't know about you if you tried anything new but yeah we've been purging through our fridges so um We'll have something next week, probably. Right. I'll be in Michigan this weekend, so I'll I'll be, I'll be at a at a brewery, I believe, picking up some beers. So there we go. Uh, so you know, like we like to do in the show, if we don't, if we haven't had another beer between recording sessions, we usually just try to find something interesting that in the beer world that's out there. Uh, you know, find a few articles and let people know bring some news to you bring usually some... it's on Brewbound, so and that's where my two come from uh like that segue Anyways. that was good that was good <laughs> that was good work uh boston beer company has big plans for 2021 uh don't we all <clears throat> good luck that's very true uh so 
Boston Beer Company owns Sam Adams, Truly, uh, Dogfish Head, a lot of different types of uh, different breweries. Uh, Truly is planning to come out with a spiked iced tea to kind of compete with um, Twist, uh, twist, uh, Twisted uh, Twisted Tea, isn't it? I think it's just Twisted Tea. Yeah. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'll look it up. Anyways, uh, and then Dogfish Head is actually going to come out with canned cocktails to kind of compete with like Jack Daniels. You know, Jack Daniels just came out with a bunch of different like Jack and Coke uh, type of cocktails in a can. Did not um, know that. Now you know. Uh, the more you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Sam Adams then is coming out with a, a wicked hazy wicked, IPA. Wicked hazy IPA. <laughs> and then they're going to have Sam Adams wicked easy IPA. Wicked hazy. Which is a low-cal hazy IPA. So kind of interesting. Uh, and then my second one. Guinness is actually kind of joining on. A lot of these breweries have been coming out with zero alcohol type of beers. I don't know if you noticed that recently. Like Heineken just released one. Yeah. Uh, now Guinness is releasing one. I just saw a commercial for Budweiser's. So a lot of like the macro brews are kind of coming out with that zero alcohol type of beer. I mean, you know, I guess it makes sense for certain places that have like flavor. Yeah, like Look, Guinness, but a Budweiser. So like no, that that's non-alcoholic, right? Yeah. Look, if you don't, if you're drinking the uh, the beer taste, you're not gonna drink it to just be like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> I have a I've oh you gotta be Curtis Sand who the fuck is Curtis get the hell out of here there goes ten bucks folks um I don't know like I don't know one time I drank no duels not knowing what no duels was and I was very disappointed <laughs> to find out that I was just drinking. Just drinking beer flavored water, essentially. That's like the the first one of the. I don't even know if they even make an O'Doul's with alcohol in it. I think they just make zero no, alcohol. They've beer. always they've always been a zero alcohol beer. But yeah, so, interesting. Um, also, Guinness is coming out with like a, like a kind of a line of coffee actually that's going to come out in time for St. Patty's Day. That makes so sense. yeah, it does. <laughs> I like like a Guinness coffee. Sounds awesome. If you're a coffee drinker, you know what I'm talking about. Joe's not. Segue into his beer. Gross. <laughs> beer news. Uh, yeah, so for me, another beer news. Uh, the American Homebrewers Association announced, uh, uh, announced that Bell's 2 Hardedale has been voted best beer in America. This is the fourth year in a row it has won that, that uh, distinction. It is a great beer. It is. Very good. Uh Kind of, you know, like, kind of surprising, especially when you think of Bell's, like, Oberon's kind of their, like, their king, yeah. I suppose. But, yeah, Two-Hearted. I mean, Two-Hearted's right there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we haven't done Bell's yet, but Two-Hearted is kind of the beer that kind of launched them, I think, initially. Yeah. It's actually the beer I've been drinking the most recently. Interesting. I haven't had one in a while. But, yeah, it's very good. And uh, in the spirit of Halloween, uh, there was an article on Forbes regarding candy beers, uh, and they were discussing Listerman Brewing Company. They are making a Skittles IPA and a Reese's Milkshake IPA, which sounds very good. Uh, they're collaborating with Baramari Brewing. I don't know. Uh, they also have a Butterfinger and Snicker beer as well, which is pretty cool. It's interesting. I mean, and there's also like there's the Chicago Craft Beer Illinois page that we're part of. I mean, I don't know, but I don't know if you've seen. There's a lot of people like posting these different, like candy type of beers. There's one that just came out, which was the, 
the app, uh, the caramel, caramel apple. Yeah, the Laffy Tapple? Yeah, yeah, the Laffy, the Laffy Tapple. Affy Tapple. Affy Tapple. Can't, can't say it, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, uh, one of my wife's coworkers was actually telling me about it, like a strawberry cheesecake ale that he tried recently. So there's a lot of, like, interesting, like, sweet-based or candy-based type of, yeah. uh, type of IPAs that are, or milkshake IPAs that are coming out. It's People like candy. Yeah, I mean, and in a beer form, yeah. uh, they'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I love Snickers, so I'd be interested to try the Snickers. Rob, since it's Halloween, top three candies. Top three candies. The top three when you were a kid, or adult, I'm not going to shame you if you go, trick- <laughs> I want to go trick-or-treating now. Um, uh, wow. Top three that, you're, that, you're, that you see it in the bowl you're grabbing. Oh, yeah, um... If it's there, any well, I would say like any type of gummy, either gummy bears or gummy worms. That's number one. For no, 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 three. Okay, all right, three all right, to all right, one. All right, cool. That's number three. Number two, Reese's peanut butter cups. That's it's always a great go-to. Very. Uh, and then number one will always be my number one Butterfinger. I was about to say that, that, that's why I was <laughs> stunned. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Butterfinger is number one. <laughs> all great choices, yeah. Uh, mine's Kick Up three, Reese's two. Snickers is number one. Snickers is the king of all of all chocolate bars. It's hard to debate that. Uh, I, I mean, it's you you get the a... peanut butter Snickers that just that's even better, man. Yeah, I did try uh, it recently. It was very good. Very good. It's like a Reese's with Snickers in it. It's, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Rob, any Halloween plans this weekend? Actually, not much. Uh, I was supposed to go to Michigan. Uh, that got canceled. Um, was supposed to be staying in a hotel, but everything's kind of closed closed off up there so you know we're just gonna hold off and do it another time so um yeah cool. not doing much <laughs> cool beans uh just dressing as Catwoman at home yeah probably yeah. Yeah. Rob, rob's gonna dress as Catwoman. his wife's <laughs> uh his wife's dressing up as robin she's gonna be batman no robin <laughs> they were out of they were out of the batman she told me they were out of the batman costumes. Okay. Uh, I saw Buckle Down is actually doing like a Halloween type of thing. I know they're going to have like specials on growlers and uh, on draft beers. So I might stop there on Saturday. We'll see. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, well, coming up on the show, I don't know. We're going to, we, we got a lot of shit in our fridge to, to clear out. So we'll, uh, we'll, Rob and I will discuss that. We don't really have anything planned at the moment, but. We don't, but. Um, we're, I, co- we're coming up on the, we're coming up on like our like, you know, one year anniversary of the show. So. Uh, we'll do something special for that. We definitely will. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be, it's it's probably going to be more like, uh, uh, more curbside, like, it'll be, beers. we'll have our hodgepodge show, or, or yeah. what would we call it, uh, fridge dump shows. Fridge that's, dump. That's what, yes. that's what we call it. That's yeah. what they're called. So we'll probably have some fridge dump shows, get some stuff out there, unless there's some new release that we decide to do. Right. Uh, but otherwise, Rob, <clears throat> I think, uh, I think I'm all tapped out. <laughs> a little Thursday pun day for you. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> as always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Be safe. It's getting getting a little crazy out there right now. It is. Support your local breweries. Yeah, my, uh, Revolution just closed down their their Milwaukee location. Uh, yeah, support support your local breweries and. Uh, well, as always, cheers. <laughs>